Enterprise Management 360. Welcome to the Enterprise Management 360 podcast. My name is Max Curtin and I'm the editor here at EM360. Today, we'll be speaking to Mark Van Mailer, inside of the Gartner Summit for Identity and Access Management. Mark is the CEO of TrustBuilder, the provider of the state-of-the-art identity and access management solution for companies seeking good security and a seamless user experience. Welcome, Mark. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you. So let's get right into it then. What is your opinion of the current state of enterprise cybersecurity and what are some of the dominant trends in oncoming threats that you see coming into the industry? Well, I'm approaching it from a perspective of identity access management, not necessarily threat management, which is another domain of security. How I see it evolving is that applications uh, used to be within the control of an organization they're not anymore. They may be in the cloud, or they may be at partners, yeah, more and more even at partners. So they're not under their own control. The same with identities. In, in the past, organizations managed themselves all the identities and the attributes associated to an identity of their customers, their users. This model is changing. More and more they have to use identities that are somewhere managed by a third party organization, often in the cloud. And that combination of both target applications that are local somewhere else and identities that are either local or somewhere else is a real challenge to offer a service to users so that the user can access the information that he needs without all this hassle behind it. It has to be simple. Users are becoming very demanding. They've been spoiled, if you want, by Google, by Facebook, and then which make it very easy for users to do what they need to do. And they expect the same level of easiness in a business environment, which is a real challenge. But it is something that users will require more and more over time. So it's very important to not just be able to provide the users that access across these different environments, but also keep it simple for the user as much as possible. But balancing that with risk management said, okay, Given these circumstances, I can do this. But if all of a sudden wants to do something that requires some higher assurance level, being able to step up, but don't hassle the user with things that he doesn't want to do if it's not needed. That is the real challenge. I absolutely agree there. I've been recently talking to someone about the idea of how important user-friendly applications are over anything else because the user's interest has to fall into the effectiveness of the technology itself. Absolutely. And of course, we apply the same from a security perspective. It's true on the application level. It's also true on the security around the application. There also the user is demanding that it must be fast, must be simple. And certainly for consumers, if it's not, they'll go away, go, go somewhere else. So organizations are really have to face with this reality and provide the user with a, a seamless and, and pleasant user experience, but keep the balance with the security behind the scenes, if you want. Of course, of course. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the idea of innovation versus security efforts. 
In a survey where 400 information security professionals were polled, 60% of them said that cloud-based initiatives were actually starting to accelerate faster than the cybersecurity efforts. Now, what are your thoughts on this and how do you think cybersecurity can help combat innovations that might be outpacing our cybersecurity? It's true that we see that happening even at existing customers and more and more of the services that provide to users move from being somewhere local in the organization to cloud or using a cloud offering from a third party to enhance the offering of the organization for the user. It's an important aspect, this becoming a reality. In order to retain users, you have to offer more and more services. Not just the service that you offer on your own, but maybe some additional services that are filled in, if you want, by a third party, but make that seamless for the user. In the banking industry, we see that happening, for instance, uh, and banks are confronted with a two-edged sword. They need to open up their back-end infrastructure because of some regulations from the EC, PSD2 as it's called. But at the same time, they want to retain the customers uh, with them at the front end. And they have to find ways to enhance their offering, not just by offering them a bank account, which is not any different between any other bank, to additional services that will make sure that customer can be retained in that bank. It's just an example, but it is reality in many, in many verticals and many environments. Uh, that is very, very important. And of course, you need to make sure that you have to do security in place to accommodate that. That's part of the challenge. And as I said, you have to combine it with the easiness of the user journey. Very, very important. Absolutely. Speaking of meeting challenges then within the tech industry, I wanted to ask you throughout your career, what has been the most challenging part of it? It's that change from organization view to the user's view. And in one way, the systems and processes can be changed to accommodate that. In, in the past, it was for organizations, they could enforce their way of working to users. If a user wanted to use services, you had to do it their way. That world is changing rapidly. So that is probably the, the most challenging part of, from our perspective, how can you accommodate the fact that it's becoming much more a user-centric approach so that it's the users which is in control and that organizations can be able to respond to how a user sees things and how a user wants to everything. Uh, As I said, certainly in the consumer world, it's the user way or no way. Very often, if you don't make it simple for users, straightforward, offering him the services he wants at a particular point in time, he'll go elsewhere. There's so much choice today, it's all electronic, so it's easy to change. So that is a very, very big challenge for a conference. Absolutely agree, absolutely. Now, as a company trusted with ensuring seamless and secure access for organizations, staff, and customers, has your work left you confident that most companies are safe at the moment? Or do you feel that we're far from it and we actually have a lot of vulnerabilities across the tech industry? Well, one rule in security. It's never 100%. It doesn't have to be 100%. It must be as safe as required in a given circumstances. And that, that is always a balancing act. Uh, as I said before, balancing it with how complex you want to make it for user to use your service. So uh, for what we've seen in the market, in many organizations uh, by now, it is 
safe enough to, to access. There are, of course, exceptions, but in general, we think. But what is missing is indeed this easiness of, of, of using them, that not enforcing things on user that the user doesn't really want and still keep it, uh, to keep it safe. That is the real challenge. So with us having talked a little bit about vulnerability and the challenges of everything staying user-friendly, a lot of cybersecurities are keeping this stuff in mind and they're also keeping in mind innovation within the cloud is starting to outpace them. So with all of these kind of concerns and methods of attack considered, where do you see cybersecurity leading to in the next five years? For sure, on the path already, I already described, which is really only in its infancy today to have to find this this right balance between user expectations and security assurance levels. What we see coming in this area is also learning that the system itself is able to learn over time from what is happening with the particular and be able to apply this machine learning to future transaction maybe to make it even more easy for a user or make it more secure than it could today using this type of methods and, and technology to even enhance more the interaction with the user and the security of a given transaction is really what we see evolving today. It is still, if you could say, somewhat configured and the easiness of configuration can differ very much between one system and another but we'll see a future where this has to evolve more and more automatically based on machine learning and applying the result of that to, to new transactions and things. That's, that's something that we see coming in the next five years. Yes. Do you think that the sort of user-friendly aspects of creating good authentication, identity access management for users will eventually allow them to become a lot more autonomous than they are now with regards to cybersecurity? Yes, absolutely. Um, today, very often um, organizations uh, require interventions from a vendor or an implementer to make changes in, in, and, and make sure they can evolve with changing environments. That's where we see a role also from this machine learning so that all that can happen more automatically and that there is less annual intervention required to make sure that the system is adapting to changing environment and changing needs. Yeah, yeah, okay. So finally, we always finish our podcast asking this question. So Mark, what keeps you up at night? It's two aspects, of course. From a vendor perspective is how can we get the message across to the market that our approach is not just about security, it's about business enablement, that we can help organizations doing more business and better and easier business for the customer. That's from a, from a vendor perspective. It is something keeps me in mind. How can we get that across to the market in terms of the IM space, much younger than a lot of existing, mostly American companies. So how can we get the message to the market that we are somewhat different and we have an approach which is more adapted to also how European organizations look at this thing. That's one thing from a perspective. From general, I'm always thinking about what can we do more to accomplish these goals? And the goals, in essence, provide organizations flexibility to adapt to changing circumstances. And this world is changing very rapidly so that they can accommodate new needs uh, without having 
um, a lot of cost and, and, and losing a lot of time to, to accomplish that. And at the same time, make sure that they offer the services that users expect them to give. That's really, what can we do even more than we do today to accommodate that? Because we, at the end of the day, the the day, we see ourselves as, as a business enablement solution and not just security. Of course, the security is there. That's something that we have been doing for 20 years. We know what to do to make it secure. But um, how, can you, how can you help organizations to offer this right combination, uh, even more than we do today, of being able to offer the right type of services at any point in time on any device and to users that it responds to their expectations. And then that's really what keeps us, uh, keeps me awake. What can we do more of that? <laughs> well, that's a very noble thing to stay awake for. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us. And thank you to TrustBuilder for helping set this up. And of course, thank you for everyone who's listening. For more podcasts like this, head on over to em360tech.com or subscribe to EM360 Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you go for your podcast needs. We'll be back next week with another Ask the Expert episode. But for now, thank you once again, Mark, and I hope you all have a wonderful week. For more podcasts like this, head to em360tech.com.